Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, my beautiful friends. Here I am. I am recording my very last podcast from my childhood home. And it's weird. It's kind of weird. The whole thing's a little bit weird. (laughs) It's so, I don't think it's really hit me yet. I've had a lot of people ask me, it might actually be a little echoey in here because the house is empty. The dog is in here, a vacuum is in here, but pretty much everything is empty. And people have asked me, you know, how am I feeling about the move? Am I sad? Am I happy? And I think there's probably things about the move that not everyone knows, that not everyone needs to know, but we'll save that for a later time in life. Um, but I, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I'm someone that likes change. I like uh, doing things differently every couple years. I have a kind of a two-year time bomb limit. Actually, I probably shouldn't even put that in here, should I? (laughs) For better or worse. Um, Thankfully, I've been coaching longer than that. I've been in a relationship longer than that. Um, But there seems to be just certain things in my life where at two years, I'm like, no, let's change it up, which, you know what? I don't think is bad. I don't think it's wrong. I think if you similar to me and that after two years, you're like, I need to switch things up. You just carry on with your bad self. There is no law that says you have to do the same thing forever and ever and ever and be happy with it. If you are that person, I also admire you because that is a skill that I have not mastered. Anyways, moving on to the podcast episode. I wanted to talk about weight loss. So you want to lose weight. That's the title of this episode. And I'm very excited to record this. In fact, I kind of am recording this on a whim. Actually, at this very moment, I'm wearing a dress that I just tried on from Nordstrom. It was also my, that's how bad my shopping has gotten during COVID that I'm literally getting packages to the, up to the last day of me being at this house. <laughs> I'm wearing this little dress that I just got from Nordstrom's and I just had to hop on here really quick and get this out because I just, I had the most amazing call with a client and she brought some great questions to me on this call today. She brought some questions that anytime someone prefaces the question with, I probably shouldn't ask you this, but I'm like, oh, here we go. Like I, I get so excited. I'm like, whatever's about to come out your mouth is what I'm here for. Like, I love it. I love all of those questions that make people a little uncomfortable. Even if you think it's going to make me uncomfortable, I'm like, bring it on because I don't know if you've met me, but I like to just get to the heart of it. Like cut the shit. Let's get to the good stuff. Okay. Like, come on, don't beat around the bush. I can't stand really wordy people, which is actually exactly what I'm doing in the beginning of this podcast. It's been three minutes and I'm like still talking. So let's get to it. Weight loss. So what she said in, like she tried to kind of um, gracefully get there. She tried to kind of ask me the question without really asking me the question. And that was, but I really want to lose weight. 
yes, Renee, I hear you. What you say makes sense. I'm on board, but I really want to lose weight. And I was so thankful for her to ask this question because it is questions like these. It is a fear like this. It is it is being worried about being judged or doing the wrong thing that keeps us stuck. These are just your thoughts. It's not wrong. In fact, it's right on track for where she's at and her history with dieting, weight gain, weight loss, everything that she's been through. That kind of question, that kind of thought, that kind of fear, completely normal, very rational. I'm not surprised in the least. And I was ready for it. I was ready for it because as I told her, you're not the first person to ask me this question. And with her vulnerability and just being able to be very upfront and honest with me, I was just really inspired to get on here and record this podcast because I was there. She reminded me of a place that I was at, which also means it's very likely a place you're at or you've been at. And that is the place of yeah, again, what you're saying, great, diets don't work, blah, blah, blah. I hear what you're saying, but I really want to lose weight. Like, I know I'm heavier than I need to be. I know I could stand some weight. I do not feel comfortable at this weight. I'm having maybe some health complications and things like this. So what, Renee, do I just keep eating pizza and cupcakes all day and just like be okay with the weight gain? I am not anti-weight loss. I am not, I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm not anti-weight loss. I am anti-diet because I do not think, and no research has ever been done to prove that a diet works especially in this situation that she's in. So she kind of had a a triggering weekend. You know, she's just going through life, normal life stuff, little triggered, bam. Knee-jerk reaction is to what? What do we do, me, you, her, what do we do when we're triggered? We want to eat and then control the what we eat, right? I.e. a diet. Those are kind of the two things that we do. Well, I'm going to eat all the things so I don't feel, and then I'm going to realize, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I need to control my food, i.e. go back on a diet. It's that knee-jerk reaction that means you're reaching to a diet because you're hoping, and this is not any fault of your own, but you're hoping this diet might fix you. You're like, damn it, I don't know what else to do. I feel out of control I can't stop eating. Clearly, I cannot do this. I must need a diet. But what is a diet? A diet is just this, these rules that you follow that most people can for a couple weeks or a couple months. And then what? And then what when you don't want to weigh your chicken and broccoli anymore? And then what when you go on vacation for a week? And then what when you have someone pass away and you're not hungry and then you need all of the food? Then what? You've never been taught how to really take care of your body. A diet is a band-aid on a gushing wound because it's not a diet that you need. It's listening to yourself when you're stressed out. 
It's learning how to manage anger and frustration and anxiety because that's why we're eating, right? I've said this before that it's not a lack of nutrition information that's making you binge on Oreos and ice cream, okay? None of my clients are like, well, I actually think Oreos are a health food. Like, no, they're not doing that because they are confused about nutrition information. Quite the opposite. I would say for 90% of my clients, they know a lot of nutrition information. That's not what you need. You don't need another diet or another weight loss plan. In fact, for many of you, as I told her, it is the countless diets that have led you exactly to where you are. In fact, most of my clients are very skilled dieters. If they had a resume, that thing would look outstanding. They have nailed them, like all of them, pages. They've done them all. They've tried them all. And it's gotten them to where they are today. I recently read that the average person gains 11 pounds after every diet. So it's not that diets don't work. Diets will work. Restricting your calories for a certain amount of time will work. But this is like holding a beach ball underwater. You can only hold it down for so long. Eventually, you're going to need to go inside and like go pee and go to sleep and do all of these things. And what happens then? It shoots back up. We can only adhere to these strict plans and these protocols and these ways of eating for so long until we inevitably lose grip. We let go. We fall off. And it is in that time when we then think, screw it. I might as well eat it all now and start on Monday. Welcome to the diet starts Monday mentality. It's not a diet that you need. You're not confused about what to eat. It's having too much information, if anything, right? It's when you start eating the Oreos that leads you to the guilt and the shame that then leads you to just, what the hell, polish all the Oreos off. Might as well, I've already ruined it. It's that information that you already have that is keeping you stuck. What I do, again, I'm not anti-weight loss. Do I promote it? No, Why not? Because I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think that it's such a fake way of marketing to people because they know your insecurities and so they sell you weight loss, but no one can promise you that. Anyone promising you weight loss is lying. Why? Because no study on the planet has research to back up any diet. There is no diet out there with long term evidence proving that it works. It is not your fault for wanting to go on a diet when you feel so out of control around food. I did it for years. I had no idea what else to do. I literally felt backed up against a wall. I was either binging my face off, restricting and working out, or going back into a 12-step meeting for my food. Like I couldn't manage it. 
But it was in fact those diets, that restrictive way of eating that kept me in that cycle. For most of the clients that I work with, they are significantly under eating. You're under eating because we read Shape Magazine and Oxygen Magazine and Eating Well and we follow all these quote unquote gurus that are cutting carbs and cutting this and getting rid of gluten and and everything, which may actually be a thing for you. Like you may actually need to do those things, but when you're actually starving, when you're hungry, when you're not eating enough, you will feel obsessed and or out of control around food. So I'm not anti-weight loss, but I am anti-diet. I do believe that you know how to eat. I do believe that that is a biological need that we all have. We all know what to eat, when to eat, and how much. The work comes from unlearning all of that stuff that we've been taught. All of the information that we have swimming in our head when we go to a buffet, like, oh, is it even worth it to get the potatoes? Is it worth it? That good and bad mentality. Well, I should just get the salad because, you know, carbs and like cheese. But if you really want the pizza, get the pizza. The work is starting to trust your body. Intuitive eating in this work is not about eating what you want when you want every single second that you want, but it's about having a choice. It's about being at the buffet and being like, I don't know, do I? Do I want potatoes? Does it sound good? What did I eat today? What am I eating later? Do I want to have it? I don't know. Instead of this compulsion to like eat all the potatoes and like that tunnel vision that we get when we're like in a binge or about to just cram in some cookies and we can't see anything else other than what we're about to eat. Or we're like, no, no potatoes. Absolutely not. I'm doing really good today. I'm just going to keep on this path. Still that way of eating that's so intertwined with our self-esteem. Oh, I did really good today. My food's been really good. Listen, Barb, you're eating at Taco Bell. You're not burning down orphanages, 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 <laughs> or kicking puppies. You're eating at Taco Bell. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just a thing that has such little power in our life until we give it something. And we wouldn't even know if we weren't reading all of this information telling us that that was bad, that we should be eating this way and that way and this way and that way. Again, general nutrition is helpful. Like, I'm not, I'm not arguing that, that, like, knowing kind of the basics, like, lean meats and fishes are usually pretty good. Vegetables are pretty good. Eating a rainbow is pretty good. Drinking water is helpful. Like, but you know that, right? You're not thinking that, like, Obviously, if I just have eight bowls of Frosted Flakes, like that's a balanced diet. No, you know what you need to do. The work isn't in telling you what to eat. The work is regaining that trust with your body so that when you are full, you can stop. Because you know that nothing you've done with your food is wrong. You know that if you stop halfway through that cheesecake and you want it in 20 minutes or two days or three weeks, you can go get another piece somewhere. 
that if blueberry muffins are being handed out at work and you just had a big breakfast and you're really not hungry, you don't have to eat it because you're full. You can decide, no, that doesn't sound good right now. I think maybe I'll have one later. And maybe you get it and you save it for later. And maybe you don't. Maybe you just don't eat it. Either way, it's fine. Because you now know, you now have this level of trust with yourself that you can do anything with your food because it is just food. The work is starting to, at its core, build up your self-worth, your self-confidence, your self-esteem. Because how many of us eat in a way to get rid of some of that guilt and shame that we built up ourselves all on our own doing. (laughs) Like we make it, we make it all day long, just constantly not good enough, not smart enough, not valuable enough, not pretty enough, not thin enough, not fun enough, not talkative enough, too talkative. Like you name it. It's always just this bam, not good at like never measuring up. And when we can't take it anymore, we just take it out on ourselves We just use food to like numb it all out, make everything quiet. You know, that was my escape. I was like, oh, it just makes everything quiet. But when you're not running from things during the day, when you give yourself time to, I don't know, take a lunch, take a nap, go for a walk, call a friend, when you take time to do that during the day, you don't need to use food to escape or to decompress because you're now treating yourself with kindness and respect and love and care all day long. You know, we live in this culture that's like, go, 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 do, 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 measure up, measure up, work harder, make more money, be a better mom, cook all your meals. Holy smokes. The pressure is thick. You are doing enough. Your food will never be perfect. Another diet will not solve your problems. Another diet will not give you lasting weight loss. Another diet will not make you sane around food. Another diet will not increase your sense of self-worth. If anything, it does the opposite of all of those. Because how many diets have you been on? Plans, programs, protocols that just chalk it up to yet another fail. Just another thing I couldn't do quite right. Again, it's not anti-weight loss. I'm also not like hugely pro weight loss. Like I don't really ever market that and I never will because again, I think it's a lie. I think it's false advertising. I think it's pulling at your insecurities. Sure, maybe you want weight loss, but you probably also really want to feel confident. You want to live with less anxiety. You want to make strong decisions You want to live with more certainty. You want to have a strong marriage. You want to be okay being by yourself. You want to lay your head down on your pillow at the end of the night and know that you did a great job. 
That is the work. Not a diet plan, not a meal plan. You've been on those. You know, I told this client too, like, trust me, if that were the solution, I think you would have already come across it. (laughs) Right? Like, let's pull out that diet resume again, shall we? (laughs) Like, I think you might have found it. Unfortunately, I made a post about this that, you know, marketing is catching on that we're catching on that diets don't work. And so they're rebranding. You know, it was so funny to me. My boyfriend even said, oh, look, instead of diet Coke, it's now Coke Zero. And I didn't even catch on to that. I was like, wow, that was, that was, that is good. That's smart. You know, oh, I don't diet. Diets don't work. That's like the cool thing to say. But here's this protocol, follow this, and you're going to lose a ton of weight. The degree to which we obsess about our weight is the degree to which we will obsess about our food and vice versa. It's a whole body shift. It's a whole body fix. I told this to my client and she, she was so smart. Like I just love her. She's a newer client too. And I'm just so lucky with my people that I get to work with right now. But she was so onto herself in the beginning of the call and said, you know, it's, it shows up in the way that I parent my children. It shows up in the way that I spend my money. It shows up in the way that I eat. It's like all or nothing, good or bad, never good enough. And I was like, yes, that's exactly right. It is. So it's all connected. This is the long game. This is a life shift. This isn't just your cookie cutter meal plan. Okay, this is, this, is the, this is the good stuff. This is the fun stuff. This is what you're here for, right? To be that person that you want to be. But stop reaching for the meal plans and the weight loss plans because, you know, this is what really bums me out about those is that women go on these and then they, they fail and then think it's their fault. It's not your fault. Okay, I hope this cleared up some things maybe that you ever had a question about, or maybe you've had this in the back of your head too, about like, I really want to lose weight. And again, thank you to my rock star client that brought this to a call. And it was just such a good call. I, I just, I'm so again, lucky with my clients right now. Um, but for bringing that and, and being vulnerable and taking the risk to say something that you were a little nervous to say, because that, that thought, that fear, having that go unaddressed, she wouldn't have made progress. She won't get the results that she wants. Speak up for all of you, whether we're working together or not, whether you're working with a coach or not, whether it's with a partner or whatever, speak up, be vulnerable. Nobody can read your mind. And if it's ever with me, I'm trained for this. This is my job. This is what I do. Like I can take it. And I love it. I'm here for these conversations that make us all a little bit uncomfortable. They are my favorite, truly. All right, my friends. Thanks for being here. Again, last night in Milton Freewater. All right. I love you all. You're so wonderful. Diets don't work. <laughs> Ah! <gasps>
and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.